thank you so much for joining us. This is Talk Murder Me podcast and also known as the 15th best podcast for serial killers. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo. Yeah. You know, I was, was really exciting. Yeah, I know. I And I was surprised when you texted me because I feel like you guys normally don't like look at those lists. How did you find that list? I don't know. How did you find it? He sent it to me. So here's the list. But I will say like I for the past five years um, have been like lurking through those see here we are and wondering why the fuck we aren't on there yeah and never thought that we would like all right so true crime garage is seven and then i was just excited that we beat morbid (laughs) but morbid's 25 they're a very popular podcast so it feels good to like we're right up there with the big dogs you know yeah maybe we should maybe we should uh tag them in our episode here i mean let's say a nice thing to them if we're gonna tag them thanks for competing with us Thanks for being second class. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm but bitter. So I was bitter all week. Not bitter. I mean, petty. it's just you like, felt like being petty. I, I was being petty, man. Richard Why? Petty up in this bitch. Because man, we've never made any list except for the negative ones. I, Literally. I, I, I will. I was like, I was shocked. And then I was really upset because I shared it on my own personal Facebook page and no one reacted to it until today. One of um one of my friends hearted it. But I was like, how do these people not care about my success? How really? What's up to everybody on the live chat? We've got Shram, we've got Sydney M, we've got Brandon, we've got Chris, we've got Wolfie, we've got Lauren. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Desiree. I don't know if you heard me shout you out before. Jen's been doing really good lately with she's killing it. The Patreon, and which I'm super happy about because we didn't do shit with it. No, we just have we got lots doing. So we're hoping that uh that. Jen's going to kind of take over the Patreon and that can that can maybe get her comfortable to, you know, replace another job that she has. And hopefully that gets her feeling good to do that. So support Jen by joining the Patreon. Let me go over really quick the things that you get when you join, because we just we got a whole package here. Hey, Darren. Hey, Summer. Really quick, we send out these rare true crime photos. Some of them are like police issued photos. They're press photos from like the 70s, you see. And the a lot of these are murderers, homicides, shootings, stuff like that, that they are used in court. I'm not going to tell you how I got these, but I did get in possession of these. So you'll get one of those at random, plus a serial killer comic book. These are limited. We don't have many of those. And I just got a few bonus ones in if you join for the full year. As a Supremo, I'll also throw in this bonus uh, comic book. I've got five of them. These are the Charles Manson ones. These are really rare. Ooh. And I th- I found a guy that had them on the internet, so I bought his whole stock. Everything. It was bundle mania. <laughs> so I bought his whole <laughs> stock. So if you want one of these, you'll get two comic books, but all of them are pretty rare. I think they're from the 90s we saw. And go to patreon.com slash talkmurder and see the video that we put and it, it'll explain everything. And plus you'll get a bunch of stickers, Talk Murder Me stickers, van stickers, stuff like that. Plus our love, plus a surprise shot, plus a jink and quarter job. And today's episode is a request. So, and it's going to be great. You guys are going to love it. All right, for David. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. That is so good. I was going to use that to make you a margarita. Mm. I mean, there's still time. That was really good. Thanks, David. Mm. 
That is the the watermelon tequila. Yeah, I don't remember That's the name. Tequila? Something donkey. Yeah, yeah. Donkey punch. Isn't Something it where you like that. Punch the veg. I don't know, but they have. But what? they also. When I went to buy it last week, the the woman working at at the liquor store said that the pineapple flavor was her favorite. So oh. that one would also be good. Can I just say I'm really into Tay Tay's album. Yes, Midnight's. It's so good. It's Let like me really good. I know, like only really oh, just started listening oh. to it. It's really and good. And the song Karma, like I am feeling it. So Tonight we're going here. I'll put all these photos on talkmurder.com. That's our website. Our website's talkmurder.com. But here's where we're going tonight. Sydney requested this story and she is a OSU girl and she lives around here. So can you tell us in the live chat, Sydney, about the area maybe? But we are going to Ohio State University. I think this may be close to the university I went, uh, University the of Ohio Phoenix. Ohio State University. Can I just ask why they do that? Like, what is with that thing? What do you mean? The Ohio State? Like, is there another Ohio State? I don't know. You know, it just I've always been I've always been puzzled by that. So I shouldn't say Ohio State. I should say the Ohio State. It is the that, o- they changed the Chris, name to it actually. So Chris says it is the oh there is another Ohio State. Oh okay, that makes so much more sense as to why the 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 was so prominent. Well, that's they changed the name to it. That's the name now. It's the Ohio State University. Huh. Interesting. So, so Sydney requested this. Tell she us. She says uh, she drives past it every day. Oh really? Yes. I feel like it would really suck to go to the Ohio State that's not the Ohio State. Then because you're like, I go to Ohio State. You're like, not the. All right. This is this is just a joke, but like I feel like the other Ohio State is like for people who don't get into the Ohio State. Yeah, they just want to like have that. Like I go, oh, I went to Ohio State. Also, it's like a University of Phoenix. Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> so it's a. Ju- I mean, you were a self fulfilling no, prophecy. It's John. not. So my, like, it's like the university for the people. Oh, so my my college was a joke. That's not what I said. That diploma that I, I got. I don't know if they're still in business. So we're going to October twenty first. It's a Friday morning. And this is 1977. Sydney, you weren't even you weren't even a thought bubble yet. I'm pretty sure you're not older than me. From the book that I read, a quote short, plump nurse of olive complexion, high cheekbones, long ponytail. Her name is Donna West. That's who we're starting with tonight. Has just left a 11 hour shift from 7 a.m. in the morning, or excuse me, from 11 a.m. at night till 7 a.m. in the morning, which is Eight hour shift and she is on her way home. That's where we're starting tonight. As I said, October 21st, Friday morning. It is a beautiful day outside and students are piling in now because school is still going on in in Ohio State and everyone's kind of getting there right now. So, yeah, fall semester is usually pretty fun. But in October, like you, you don't have the existential crisis that you have where you're like, oh, my gosh, I have three weeks to get my work in for a grade. You still have a little bit of time. Especially if you're like a freshman, you're just like, that's like the prime of your freshman year because you have some time to like get to know people. You're about a month and a half, two months in. It was not the case for me, but in general, that's the experience, I, I think. She just left a full shift at the psychiatry hospital and she walks through Upham Hall, which I don't know if that's still a thing in OSU. She hears someone call her name in the parking lot. She's going to her car. She's about to, she's actually about to meet her fiance, who's going to be a doctor very soon. He's also at the Ohio State University and they are about to meet for breakfast. Like I said, it's 730 in the morning. She is walking to her car. She hears some someone call her out. Hey, wait a minute. At this point, she's kind of frustrated, but she's the type of person that's always going to smile. 
It is 7.30 in the morning. She just worked all night. This is probably one of her coworkers coming in. Who the hell is bothering me? I just got off of work. Please, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything. Anyway, she starts to smile and she turns around and she sees someone that she never that she's never seen before. So she put on a smile. She looks over and she sees this man, this handsome man kind of walking towards her. And he's like, hey, just hold on a second. Hold on. And he is, like I said, very handsome. He is wearing jeans and a windbreaker. And it kind of looks like he was on a run. He was wearing running shoes and he was kind of sweaty. But I mean, who runs in jeans, right? Oh, that's not a good idea. Was he wearing the windbreaker that you bought today? Hey, wait a minute. This man says, and he's smiling. She kind of thinks, man, all right. I mean, he's handsome. He, he kind of looks like an actor. He's kind of tall. He's skinny and he's got the hippie look going on. This is the 70s. And he just walks over to her all confident. He's a friendly guy and he's asking for directions. Oh, no. that's, that's a tell right there. Well, he is. He's of the age of a student. So, he's, okay, yeah, but he's 22. So, yeah, he's still a student. Maybe he's new in town. Hey, hold on a second. Sorry to bother you. I know you're probably on your way home or whatever. I cannot find the library. So she, smiling, she starts to tell him, go down Upham Hall, take a left, right, left. And then she's like, you know what? Just... I'm going to pass the library anyway. Just just get in and I'll just drop you off there. Now, you got to remember before I go any further, this isn't 9 p.m. at night or even 7.30 p.m. at night. This is in the morning. What could happen in the morning? There are yeah. people... There are people out and about running, jogging. There are students coming into class and she's getting in her car, leaving and everyone's coming to class. Like what could happen at 730 in the morning? Nothing. I hope you don't think that if you're a female, you always got to be constantly looking around. True. Mm hmm. Are you sure? I mean, yeah, if you don't mind, if you're going that way, I guess. Yeah, I'll hop in. So this handsome man, he gets in the passenger seat of this little Toyota car. And they start driving. She pulls out of the parking lot. He's smiling. It's a great day, isn't it? It's beautiful out here. It's Friday. I guess you're coming from a residency, a class. You know what's going on? Very nice. Very handsome. Until he reaches in his windbreaker and pulls out a gun. Oh. And then he says the following. Wait, is that why you bought the windbreaker? No. brought it in? No. Oh. Just drive, he said. You're going to help me out. Seconds later, he added, if you do what I say, you're not going to get hurt. But believe me, I'm willing to kill. This is it, Donna thought. I'm going to die. She felt her face burn. Her blood vessels constrict, sick deep down. Donna invites this man into her car to take him to the library. And he's smiling and laughing and just, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, I just could not find this library. Literally, I'm new here. I just got into town. All of a sudden, just drive. You're going to help me out. Oh, boy. If you do what I say, you won't get hurt. But I'm I'm willing to kill you. Dang. It is 730 in the morning. So she's like, what the fuck is going on? This is every woman's nightmare, except this is at 730 in the morning. Like your your guards down. Exactly. You're not expecting it. Not even caffeinated. Plus, this guy's handsome. Yeah. Ted Bundy ish. That's how I'll know if I'm being targeted for a murder because handsome guys don't talk to me randomly in the Stop morning. Stop that. Move on. I'll come talk to you, Jen. Thanks, John. What up? I see that big old ass. I have it? an old man ass, so <laughs> that's not the first thing that would come to your mind. Let's I go see move that along. OMA, old man ass. <laughs> This handsome man reaches behind her. She's just now pulling out of the parking lot. He's like, go up north 71. Okay, I'll... T- 
Just please don't hurt me. He's got the gun right, right under her breast. He reaches his left arm behind her, behind the seat, grabs her purse, starts going through it, looking at the driver's license. Oh, Donna. Donna, is it? That's a pretty name. Well, Donna, just drive up north, Interstate 71. Let's go towards Cleveland. He takes $10 from her wallet and puts it right in his shirt pocket. He also takes a cigarette from her purse. Two, actually. He takes two cigarettes, lights them both with the lighter that she had, puts one in his mouth, and then kind of forces the other one into her mouth while she's driving. So hmm. He's like, got a cigarette fetish? Or? She looks over just for a second because something catches her eye. He's wiping off this lighter that he used to light these cigarettes with, which means he's wiping off fingerprints, mm. which is not a good sign because that means he's in the system. He's a convicted felon. He's got his fingerprints on file. He's going to rape me. He's going to kill me. He doesn't want to get caught type of thing. Then he said something really strange. Now, they're on the interstate at this point, And this is what he said. I'm a member of a group, he said. Some of us are involved in political activities. Now, Donna was very observant. Oh, no. Well, that's weird. Is it the KKK? In Ohio? They were all over. I don't know. Why would you say? I mean, this is not a a, political activity. This is not a a African-American woman. But but that doesn't mean that. I mean, I would say that any member of the the KKK is not necessarily a good person. They still exist today. All right. Actually, there was a story a couple of years ago um, that actually our intern at our school her prom was postponed because the place that they were booking for the prom had a KKK conference at Whoa. the same time. So the prom, so the high school pulled it because they didn't like, obviously Yikes. you don't want to put your students in danger. So I want to say it's not the KKK. It is another, another organization that even Donna knew and some of the other victims knew in this story that I did not look up except for the name. I were they con- like general contractors or trash people? I, I want to do the story i didn't look it up like i said this was a long book and it took me all week but that organization if you want to chime in on live chats maybe tell us if you know anything about it they were called the weathermen it was a political kind of uh i i don't even know what they stand for the weathermen we don't fuck with the news I just want to be like, well, why the fuck can't you ever get the weather right, man? You said it was going to rain yesterday and it was sunny. It was beautiful. Raining today. It was a gorgeous day. I like thought for a second when you guys said that we had to push back. I thought about coming to the beach and then I was just like, no, I'd rather take a nap. Oh, it was beautiful. I laid outside. You were literally going to go to the beach and not even invite us. Beach, beach. I'm a member of a group. Some of us are involved in political activities. It's like a skull and bones type thing. Donna's very observant. She's a very smart woman. And she knows that if she survives this, which she's not 100% positive she will, she would need to identify this man. All she knows is that he's handsome. I mean, he she can identify him, but she wants to get every detail she can. So she sneaks a glance at his entirety and his hands, for instance, for instance, they were oily, but it wasn't it wasn't like car oil. Like was, cooking oil? No, not or like co- male model oil. N- no, not like cooking oil or banana oil. It was oil paint. Oh, okay. So he's a painter. This man also wore brown tinted sunglasses. She actually never saw his eyes. 
she would actually have a lot of trouble identifying this man in a lineup. At this point, he's looking through her purse. He found her name, took her money. He pulls out that little black address book that people used to have. He rips out a page where it said family. So he's got the mother, the dad, the little niece and nephew, all the phone numbers. He just pockets it kind of like a threat. Hmm. Weren't the little black books, weren't those were like that you would use to like mark down hookups or like the contacts for like Yeah. Is I that had what it was? Fucking stacks. All right, pages. No, I but that was like a thing like your little black book. It was, was a it? movie, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a movie with Brittany Murphy, RIP. Um I don't know. I don't remember who was in it, but like he takes this page out of the address book and starts reading the names of her family members. And says that if she was to go to the police, if he decides to let her live, if she looks at him for too long and tries to get his description, he'll know and he'll send the quote brotherhood after her and her family. She also noticed that this guy had a a three day growth spurt. On his face. How could she tell it was only three days? Well, I mean, it's about three days. It's kind of. Like, how long have you been growing that for? I don't know, Jen. Three hours. You should see my balls. No. This, this, I don't, how did we make that list for real? I mean, did they even listen? <laughs> did they even listen to this shit? <laughs> I don't know. I saw the description for us. I was like looking, I was curious to see what the description they were going to put for us, but it was just like our website description. So, well, I changed it now to be more professional. It's something professional. What I wrote for our, no, I mean, I don't know what it is. Something, something, I don't know. Fuck. So anyway, we got to get it going. She's going right now to Delaware County off I-71. Sydney, you can tell us if you've been there. They're taking a back road and this is where she gets. Oh, God, this is this is rural area. We're passing cornfields. There's no one here. So let me just like just to remind myself, she is driving, correct? She is gri- driving. With, she He's is telling dri- her where to go. She is driving with a gun pressed her against her. But he is telling her where to turn and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like if I were ever in that situation, I would drive to like a police station or somewhere in high traffic area. But he's smarter than that probably because I don't make good decisions. Pull over here. It's an abandoned area. Not good. Even though it's only eight in the morning now, there's nobody. Nobody. They they just passed a cornfield. There's farm equipment and it's like a junk area with old cars. There's no one here. There's no one there to hear her scream. He could kill her right here. And not only would she die right there, but her body wouldn't even be found for days, probably. No one comes over here. She is off the beaten path. And now he's telling her to pull over. This is not good for her, and she knows that. She pulls the parking brake up, and she starts crying. Tears coming down her face. This was not what she wanted for this morning. She had contacted her husband, they or her fiancé. They're about to get married that morning that they were going to get breakfast and, and have a good Friday. She has the weekend off. It was going to be a, I mean, just a stay-at-home kind of weekend. And now she's in a desolate area with a man pointing a gun at her. What the fuck? Scary shit. Yeah. She starts crying, just... <laughs> She's she knows she's going to die. And then he responded with this. What's the matter? He said, you afraid I'm going to rape you? Those words and his sarcastic tone cut through her and she looked at him. Yeah, she said, I am. 
Well, you're so fucking stupid, he said. Here you are worried about your ass when you ought to be worried about your life. Here you are worried about your ass. You're worried I'm going to rape you. You're worried about your ass getting raped. And you should be worried about your life. Oh, I do not like that. This guy got to go. All of a sudden, he gets a soft voice. Okay, I got to calm down. She's scared. She's crying. I don't like that. He calms down. Go ahead and, and take down your ponytail. She's never been raped, but she would imagine a rapist would not say, take down your ponytail. It would usually be, take down your pantyhose. Take take off your dress. Do it right now. No, take down your ponytail. So she reaches back and she pulls out the hair tie. She lets her long flowing dark hair down. Now she's not naked at any point in this time. She just let her hair down. He says, wow, your hair is so pretty. He's thumbing through it. He's looking at the strands. He's his fingers are going through it. It's shiny. It's soft. That's fucking weird. He's smelling no. it. Oh, my God. Now, she she was working all night. It's not like she just got out of the shower. She's not a panting girl right now. But he is just fascinated. I was thinking herbal essences. Oh, God, it's just so soft. Do you remember those commercials? Yeah, they were like real weird. They're racy for back uh, then. Uh, when she that was the that was the commercial. She was washing her hair and like sounded like she was trying to have an orgasm. That was suspiciously very well performed. Yeah, no shit. What the fuck? Loop that future John. <laughs> Jared's <laughs> with a diamond. <laughs> if you want to get put tonight. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Pick Jared's if you want to get fucking pussy. <laughs> And that's why we've only made one list. That's why we're only 15 on the list. They're good, but they're a little skeptical. Hey, if you want to get your dick sucked tonight, Jared. I kind of wish that, like, in real life situations, we had, like, that you see, like, that to censor you. You see, like, the silhouette of her going down. It's like in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you know, the, the part where like, the girl, oh, you need me to like go down? What? What? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what the fuck is happening? I'm drunk. He's now caressing her hair, running his fingers through it. It's almost like he's more interested in, in what product she's using, how soft her hair is. It's like your girlfriend would say, oh, Girl, what are you using? Like, what what, what are you using, girl? Oh, wow. I've You're been using a purple shampoo to tone my hair. See, there you highlights. go. There you go. Right there. Proves my point. All of a sudden, this nice, soft, tone, handsome man who is caressing her hair says the following. You're so fucking stupid, he said. Jeez, look at how you got yourself in a situation like this. How did I get myself in a situation like this? Look at your dress. Look at your hair. You ought to know that you would attract attention from someone like me. What are you doing in the parking lot at 730 in the morning? You're so fucking stupid. That's terrible. Well, I thought she was coming from work. She was wearing she, a dress. She wasn't wearing scrubs. Oh, this is a 70s. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. He says he's smiling now. Listen, my name is Phil. I, I forgot to tell you that earlier. I'm Phil. Now, she was thinking at this point, I guess I can handle rape if that's what it's going to be. Oh, don't you hate that women have to think that? Yep. That and is it, just like... It's fucked. All right, go on. I don't want to go on to a tangent. Go on. No, in every survivor story I've done with a woman getting raped, including the one where she got her throat mm -hmm. cut, 
they always think that. So they come to the conclusion, well, well, if it's just rape, I can handle that. It's better than the alternative. I suppose so. But just it's just terrible that like that is something that happens. But you know what? It happens to men, too, but not as frequently. I think I think it's more so a common occurrence for women to be the victims. But just the fact that it's just like, well, I guess if they just want my body, it's fine. Like, but that's that you shouldn't can, be a thing. Like, people like shouldn't be raping people. Carp- you can Carpentalized. Yeah, I get. I don't know. All right, so where we're at right now, because I know we got on plenty of tangents, and it's my fault. We started in 1977. This is October. This woman has just left her shift at the psychiatry hospital. She is pushed into her own car. They travel down to this desolate area in Ohio, and now this man is caressing her hair and is about to rape her. That's where we're. That's where we are right now. He is. He just said that his name was Phil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm Phil. And she starts to thinking, well, I can handle this if he wants to rape me. He starts searching through her purse again. And he said, well, you're a you're a nurse. You you work at the hospital at the university hospital. I'm sure you have some amphetamines here, some speed. Oh, what do you have in here? Interesting yeah. that he's making that like leap immediately. Yeah, for like, drugs. Yeah, but, like even if you work at a hospital, doesn't mean you automatically carry the most popular classes of drugs with you. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you just wanted drugs. Let me open my glove compartment. This is my mini pharmacy. No, that doesn't happen. Well, he's looking for these amphetamines, and I get out, take Adderall too. So he's looking for these amphetamines, and he's like, I know, I know you're a nurse. I know you got these. Where are they? He's agitated. He can't find anything. Where are these freaking drugs? I know you have something. Adderall, Ritalin, something. <laughs> Do you like art? Mm. I I really like art. I'm actually a painter and I do some clay pottery too, but you know, I would, that's not my strong suit. I'm more of a painter. You can see I got the oily paint on my hands. Yeah. uh, Go ahead and take down those pantyhose. Yeah. You know, I've been painting since I was a child. I actually just started getting into the clay pottery. He takes a drag off a cigarette. So this is happening over a short period of time because like one cigarette is not going to last a long time. Yeah, they're now in a desolate area and he's saying this. But this is like shortly after he stole the cigarettes. Yeah. Unless this is the second cigarette. No, because he put the second cigarette in her mouth. <sighs> yeah, clay pottery is just not my strong point. Yeah. Like go, ghost. Go ahead and pull down your skirt. Yeah, I'm actually working on a beautiful painting now. It's, uh, you know, it's this this vase and this flowers, kind of like Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. Does else how hate how casual he's being it's creepy it adds to the creep factor it does yeah like i said more more painting than pottery yeah just slip the skirt over those hills there yeah mm. so at this point donna is she she didn't know what the fuck what are you talking about paint you're a painter you're a clay potter what are you ta- am i gonna get raped like what what's going on He flings his cigarette butt out of the window and he unzips his fly. (laughs) So, Donna, I don't want you to worry because I'm clean. I don't have any diseases. He pulls out his penis. You know what I hate? I hate that men don't even have to take their clothes off to assault someone. Unzip the fly. That's it. I Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not... I was going to say, why Why does women's jeans have flies on them? Because we it makes it... to pull them down. Yeah, it makes it uh, harder to take off if they don't... Unless they're stretchy material, but people oh. want us to be uncomfortable. So, you know, yeah. things aren't made of stretchy material. The patriarchy. But I guess, like... I like the patriarchy. Yeah, of course you would, because <laughs> you have you a do. penis. But, like... 
Here's the thing. The universal... I guess like if you're wearing a dress or whatever, we don't technically have to take our clothes off. But like we don't typically assault people when we're wearing dresses. I don't think. Yeah, never mind. Let's just move on. I'm going to spare you the details of the actual rape. But I will say he was sensual. He kissed her neck. It was almost like having sex for the first time. Not rape, which is what it was. He would kiss her neck. He's stroking her hair. Don't you just hate being lonely sometimes? He said. What does this motherfucker think he's doing her a favor or something? Like, he's, not, it, like it feels like he's trying to justify it. In his like, mind, be romantic about bad. it. No, like she doesn't want to have sex with you, dude. Go away. Donna, can I tell you something? This was this was my first time raping a woman. Oh, that's weird. Oh, wow. Wow. This is so special. <laughs> I can't believe he told me that. Go to hell. Yeah, just no shit. Just one second. What um if that was like I'm wondering if that would give me any like if he said that it was his first time doing that, I maybe that would give me a little bit more like motivation to fight. It would may give me more motivation to pull his dick right off of his body. Mm. So he never does it to another person. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. would you what would you give this guy? Zero stars out of ten. I mean, no, I'm talking about as far as a sentence. Because you'd be pretty shocked on what he gets. Oh, am I gonna be shocked? I feel like it's going to be light, depending on how many times this is. Like, is this a frequent occurrence? We are talking about the Ohio State rapist, so... So I would say this is probably not his first time raping, even though he told her it was. Unless it was, and I'm wrong. His first victim of many. I'm going to say a dozen years. I would give him 30 years, at least. I don't think that you should... I, I and, and and I don't I don't know what they do for rehabilitation, even though we've been doing this for so long. But like, is there any type of rehabilitation they offer for rapists? I think you're just qualified as a sex offender. Like, why don't why don't they have do they have mandated therapy? I feel like they should have mandated therapy. Every every criminal should have mandated therapy. Yeah, I think I think uh, sexual predators do have to go in. I'm pretty sure I, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I can't tell you for a fact, but I would imagine they have to go in for some kind of treatment. One would hope. For me, this is the first time. This is the first time I've, I've raped someone. Let, let's go south on 71. I, I kind of want to cash some checks. What so the fuck? She, He's running errands for her now? She is really shocked. No, she's running she's errands running for him. Yeah. She's really shocked at this point. And then as they're driving down south, he says... Donna, are you are you married? She actually lied and said, yes, she has a husband. That was so he would think that someone's waiting for her mm-hmm. and Smart. some someone would call the cops or whatever. I remember he's wearing these sunglasses. You can't uh, you can't really make out his facial features. Plus, he's got kind of long hair. He's hippie type. So you're married. Well, how is he? Uh, what? H- how is he? Weird question. Yeah. Weird. Like, how, how does how does he like to fuck? What? Like, I'm sorry. What? You, you just raped me. You want to know uh, yeah, how my husband fucks that's me? That's weird. That's a, like, the fact that he's trying to make conversation in general is weird. I feel Uncharacteristic. Like, I just, I mean, I, I again, also, not coming from experience, but, like, I feel like that's coming, like, almost, like, after a bad lay, and it's like, you can't get out of there quick enough type of conversation. Like, what the fuck is that about? Like, you don't want to know. Why would anyone want to know that? <laughs> bad lay. Why would anyone ask? Like, it's yeah. just weird. It's just awkward on all fronts. It's almost there is like, no situation like, hey, in which it? that question is appropriate. So, being a psychiatrist in training, Donna uses her psychiatry skills to 
answer the question, if you will. And this is what she says. Using her psychiatry skills, Donna decided to take a chance and appeal to this man by saying, you're so much better than he is, she said, realizing that if she complimented him, he might be nicer to her. You know, my husband must have a problem. It takes him forever. It's great that you are so fast. She said that? She's trying to appeal to him. She's trying to get into uh, a psychology I'm sorry. to compliment him. I Sorry, I like kind of went away for a second. And then I only heard the end of that. It was also kind of a burn, I think. You are it's fast. great that you were so fast. Now, I want to say, dude, I, I am just a true crime podcaster studying rape and murder. But I want to say Ted Bundy, there was a victim that used this sort of strategy that said something funny to Ted Bundy. And if you're a sexual sadist like Ted Bundy, you're in this weird zone where you're just... Ugh. If you can break them out of that zone, I, I can't remember the victim's name, but she lived. She had was said she the one that was in the car and the old people. She said something funny or something another and, and broke that train of thought. And she later said, and like I said, I can't remember the victim's name, but a change came over Ted Bundy instantly. And he kind of was brought back to reality. Mm -hmm. So if you think of a sexual sadist, like they're not in their normal mind, they're in that, you know, feasting mind or that hunter mind. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. That's that almost like backwards. Though. I feel like insulting them wouldn't, I mean, yeah, it would make them feel small, but like, wouldn't that just enrage them more? Well, she's not insulting. She's complimenting him. She was saying in her testimony or w w what she says was, you know, my husband must have a problem because you it takes him forever. Like but she I was making it him seem like it was the better situation. Oh, OK. OK. Because like I thought like I thought like by saying like, oh, that was fast, like because I thought guys like to be longer. Lasting. She said it was great. Oh, that OK. You were. OK. Sorry. Sorry. I have a 60 second rule. I mean, get Keep it, done. it going. Keep. Can you? Focus. Wham, nope. bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm going to sleep. 60 seconds is a long time when you think about it. <laughs> I'm I'm done in 60 seconds. Like, gone in 60 seconds. Like the movie. Asleep <laughs> in 60 seconds. But, like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> can we keep going here? Right. Thank you. Poor Nicole. What Donna said worked because he chuckles. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> Listen, Donna, I don't want to take any more of your time. I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> I'm just, I am going to need $200, though. So let's go to your bank and, and cash a check or two, shall so we? So this motherfucker wants to rape her and rob her. He has already robbed her mm -hmm. of her dignity and now he wants her money. Yep. Let's go. Let's go cash a check. You know, your check. <laughs> I'll stand behind you in the bank. We'll go in the bank together. I'll stand behind you to make sure you don't do anything fishy or try to call attention to anything. From author Daniel Keyes, Donna used her master charge card to make two withdrawals of $50 each until the machi machine receipt indicated that she reached her limit. On the way back to the college to drop him off, they were chatting as friends. They were talking about religion. Donna, you would not believe this. I'm actually Jewish. That's what he would say. W what do you believe in? Do you believe in life after death? Do you believe in God? So crazy. I think about this all the time. You know? Sorry, that is not a post-rape conversation. Like he's having this conversation. The fact like that he's, he's having any conversation at all is just fucking psychotic. You know, Donna, I really like you. It's, it's really too bad that we met under these circumstances. 
he gets out of the car. He pulls out some money that, you know, she just cashed $200 for him. He pulls out five or 10 bucks, points to her gas meter. Take the Gandana, you're running low on gas. Go ahead and stop. Get yourself some gas. I feel like he looks like George Harrison for some reason. He's a very good looking man. Then he looked at her tenderly. I'm sorry we had to meet under these circumstances. He whispered again. I really love you. This is him right here. He's a good looking dude. He looks like the guy that plays. Um, What's his name? Does does he look like Leonardo DiCaprio? No. no. Oh, he okay. almost looks like the guy that plays, um, what's his name from the shameless Gallagher? Liam Gallagher, but with growth, hair growth, and a mustache. His, his mutton chops are gross. He looks good, right? I mean, he's a good looking guy. Uh, no. I, no? I mean, he would probably no. be better looking if he had a modern haircut and modern- No facial hair, no mutton chops, no big- hair mm. but but look at the chin though he's got a nice chin you okay. see he does no, have no i'm saying like the he's got the chin he has there. nice eyes see. but like he's also a rapist so i don't yeah. want to call anyone no attractive. i'm not i'm not calling him attractive at all i know but i'm saying if you were going to like for instance let this guy off the hook for four rapes no you you would want him to be a good looking guy no he no he doesn't look and I don't, I don't no want to be like get off the hook for their good looks for poor rapes. Exactly, I agree with that. However, if I saw that mud mug shot of him and I didn't know it was a mug shot, maybe someone took a bad picture of him when he was drinking. I don't think that I would go after him. That is definitely not like a bumble mm-hmm. or hinge hinge picture. If I saw that on any of the dating apps, I'd be like, no, not. But like, no if thanks. He, however, I would say maybe if he like styled himself a little bit differently, then perhaps he would be decent looking. But no, still I would no. say that's a no. Swipe left, especially it, after knowing he's raped four women. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a uh, we're gonna report this person. Even if I knew like that he raped four women, I would and like thought he was attractive. I would still say no because he raped four women. Like you should have zero rapes on your record if you're gonna match. But it's it's that- crazy because he's a good looking dude. I mean, he is a good looking dude. It, you go to talkmirror.com to see the photo. But I mean, without the rape, with without you knowing what he's. All right, show it to me now. Let me pretend just, that I didn't know he was a rapist. Show it to me now. I would still oh, show it to me. Not find oh, him attractive. Are you sure? Yes. Like, forget the rapes. I'm forgetting the rapes. Show it to me. Okay, Jen. Jesus Lord. So demanding. That's still a no. Really? Still a no for me. Still a no. I mean... uh, I can understand that some people may find him attractive, but uh, I His only redeeming quality is his eyes, because he has light eyes. What about this photo right here? I mean... No. 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 Ew, gross. No. 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 Honestly, no. Absolutely zero chance of me ever saying swipe right. That's a swipe Mm, left. Nope. That's a new segment we should have. Swipe right or swipe left. What What is left? I don't know, what are you left means no. Swipe right means yes. Unless you're in Britain, then swipe right means yes. And swipe left means Lauren no. says he looks like a stoner hobo. I would agree. <laughs> he Sorry, does. I was laughing at my own joke. Oh, I signed out of the chat. How did I do that? Oh, no, I, I blocked you out of there. Shut up. You shut the beep. Beep. What'd you say? I said beep. All right. Let's finish this first episode, shall we? Shall we? What? You don't give a shit. Sydney says, this sucks. Morbid could cover this way better. That's what she said. Fuck, damn, that's harsh, You man. are so petty. Who I said that? Unbelievable. I Who said that? That is his own brain. 
Fuck, fuck that. We're number 15 on out of 60. That is the and top quarter of the list. Yeah, but I don't actually think they listened to it. Anyway, keep right. going. Yeah. Did you look at the qualifications of being on the list? Because I did. I thought I mean, it, was it was pretty legit. It was like a BuzzFeed article. It wasn't BuzzFeed. Doesn't matter. It was not BuzzFeed. And Just BuzzFeed is probably more popular than the list that we got, yeah. but still. If BuzzFeed published us, we'd be like, what? what? Yeah. I mean, but we're still in the top quarter of the list that's pretty fucking good all right tonight we are talking about the ohio state rapist let me show you a article real quick this is from the delaware gazette 27th october 1977 so this is right after what we talked about osu rapist believe culprit in assault in county you see that um oh someone put r.i.p jerry springer i forgot to put that jerry springer is dead (gasps) you didn't know no no yeah jerry springer died two days ago sorry i forgot to put that on my famous people that died list he died from what old age he was 79 the rape Mari's still alive though the rapist forced her to drive to kroger's in the worthington square and in the union shopping center where he stood by her as she cashed two checks totaling 300 according to the woman's report the woman said he drove back towards ohio state campus where the man got out of his car he warned her not to tell the police so this was from the 27th of October 1977. That is the Delaware Gazette. So we are talking about the Ohio State rapist tonight. Oh, Jerry Springer died from cancer. <clears throat> sorry. Pancreatic cancer. Then he looked at her tenderly. I'm sorry we had to meet under these circumstances. He whispered again. I really love you. Oh, I don't like that. He's- I don't. I really don't like that. There's like the I don't like that. And then there's I don't like that. And then there's an I don't like that. That is gross. I'm going to trademark that and then I'm going to sue you every time you say it. (laughs) Maybe I'll trademark it and then I'll make money every time everyone else says it. All right. Tonight we're talking about the Ohio State rapist and we're going to see what sentence you would give him. Let's talk about his arrest right quick and finish this episode up. 5673 Old Livingston Avenue. We're going to arrest this guy. Good. That motherfucker. At this address right here. All oh, right. it's a little apartment. Mm-hmm. So this is where we're going to now. This is still 1977. This is in October. They obviously caught him pretty quick because his fingerprints were in the system. They pulled his fingerprints from the car and he was in the system as a convicted felon already. What a dummy. He thought to wipe the fingerprints off the lighter, but not the car. So a Domino's truck pulls up to this location. Mm, I had Domino's last night. Did you really? I I, I like did. Domino's new like pizza. They're I really like their thin I haven't crust. Had their new pizza. Uh, are you talking about the garlic crusted one? It's pretty good. I mean, we don't get paid by Domino's, but I like their thin crust pizza. It's good. Knock knock knock. Domino's. They don't say that. Domino's. I got your pizza. Come on. A man comes to the door. You got the wrong address. He starts to shut the door. You Billy. I got your pizza. Sign here, please. Oh wait, this is actually Domino's. Like this is part of the story. Yes, Jen. Well, they've been they've been in business since 1960. It said that on the pizza box last night. All of a sudden, as soon as this detective wearing a domino suit, Jen, I know I blew your mind there. That actually happens. It's usually a flower guy, but they decided to do dominoes. If that's okay with you, Jen, the dominoes guy who is also a detective, mind blown for Jen. You know what? Just because I'm drunk doesn't mean you need to make fun of me. So this is the guy. 
as soon as he noticed is this little mole on his his face, he knows that this is the guy. This is the rapist. This is the Ohio State rapist. What I didn't go into is for a period of eight days, three women, three women were raped at Ohio State University by an unknown male that they couldn't even find. You have the district attorney breathing down the police chief's police chief's neck. I didn't go into all this, but it was it was bad. They had they had snipers on the roof. Hmm. They had students who were detectives pretending to be students. They had the whole thing mapped out. They were not. I mean, because this is like primetime season of, of picking your college. Who the fuck wants to go to a college where women are getting raped? Three women were raped in eight days in the parking lot of Ohio State University. Not a good look. The Ohio State University. So Domino's pulls up. I got your pizza. Come on, man. As soon as this detective who was dressed up as a Domino's delivery guy recognizes that this is the Billy they're after. I still don't know if you're being serious or not about Domino's. The SWAT team rushes in. They immediately find on the dresser the credit cards from the women he's stolen from and raped. Jewelry. They find all the evidence right there. They have his fingerprints on the, the three cars now. We went over one rape, but three different cars fingerprints that match this guy they find the ids the driver's license of every rape victim right there on his banister the fingerprints matched this guy as i showed you is a long-haired druggy type they immediately see he's an artist he's got painting supplies everywhere the house is is kind of a hoarding situation. Oh. And upstairs, he has this whole art studio. There's paint everywhere. And the detectives, they do stop for a second because they see this on the wall. And they're like, oh, is, is this you? Did you paint this? Oh, wow. That's really good. Did you paint this beautiful picture? Well, just because he's talented doesn't mean that he shouldn't suffer for being a rapist. Did you paint this gorgeous picture? I mean, if you can see right here, you see his name at the bottom. It says Billy. Where? I don't know if you can see that. I can't. Oh, fuck. Well, it says Billy at the bottom. Where? Jen. All right. It's okay. It's there, Jen. I'm not going to lie to you twice. So the detective asks, now that they got him in handcuffs and this guy isn't saying a word. Look at this. The detective pointed to a large painting of what seemed to be a queen or an 18th century aristocratic lady dressed in a blue gown with lace trim, sitting beside a piano and holding sheet music. The detail was amazing. It was signed Milligan. I want to say Sydney. Immediately when I started researching the story, I went to eBay and I tried to find any Milligan paintings and I couldn't, but they had have sold before. So I, I have it on my watch list. Ooh. I want to buy one. Why? Well, you're going to see. But I want to buy one of these paintings. I'll put this photo on talkmore.com. This isn't the one the detective saw, but this is the quality of his painting. It's okay, beautiful. that's good, but I don't want to support a rapist. Yeah, same. Well, I still want it, man. Okay, well, we outnumber you. And even if you were to include the dogs, there are four females and two males. Mm-hmm. This guy is three males, I guess, if you include Murphy, but still. I don't include him. This man, Billy Milligan, is completely silent. They have him dead to rights. They have his fingerprints. The women victims have positively identified him in a lineup. He's not saying anything. You're caught. The detective says the following. That's a beautiful painting over there. Did you paint it? He nodded. Well, the detective said, smiling. It's signed Milligan. Elliot Boxerbaum walked up to Milligan. I'm Elliot Boxerbaum of the OSU police. Will you talk to me? No response. 
the detectives he's saying all right you know i've dealt with rapists before i tell them that we got all this evidence they say something they don't just sit there and in days still think of this is the domino's boy the detective then thinks back to his first interview with that first victim now we went over the second one we didn't go over the first yet but the first victim which was about seven days prior on a friday in october 1977 he starts to remember what the first victim said. Now, this was also on a 7.30 on a Friday morning, October 14th. A 22-year-old man was jogging to avoid confusion. He is being arrested, but the detective is thinking back to the first interview of the first woman raped, which is where we're going now. So October 14th, 1977, a 22-year-old man goes on his morning jog. He's going to jog 11 miles this morning. He's wearing a turtleneck, jeans, a windbreaker, and running shoes. Remember I said that the man who Uh started, who we started with, was also wearing jeans and running shoes? Yep. This man was wearing a turtleneck, jeans, windbreaker, and running shoes. He was also drunk, and the three hits of biophetamine, which is speed, had just started to kick in. He's running 11 miles, and he ends up at Ohio State University. This man's name was Reagan. He's passing the Ohio State University when he sees a young woman park a gold Toyota. Oh, another Toyota. As I said before, this is seven days before we started the first rape. A young woman gets out of this Toyota. She is bending over to pick up her medical textbooks. She had an optometry exam this morning that she was studying for. She's been studying for it and just dreading over this exam. So she's grabbing her books, worried that she's not going to get the grade she wants She's not paying attention to her surroundings. This girl's name is Carrie Dreyer. She is the first victim of the Ohio State Rapist, who they who they now have in custody. A 19-year-old girl, perhaps a friend of hers, walks over to the car to make conversation. This girl, her name was Adelana. She's also 19. She's a lesbian. She's shy. She's lonely. She's a little introverted. She's got long black hair, which she, she tries to keep smooth and silky, although sometimes it's a struggle she has dancing eyes these dancing eyes is is a disorder known as nystagmus which is this jen i don't know if i'm doing right the eyes go Mm -hmm. back and forth Mm -hmm. rapidly Mm -hmm. that's nystagmus Mm. she was never heard of that she was very self-conscious about her eye disorder the dancing eyes the next thing that carrie dreyer notices now she's bending over to pick up those textbooks she's worried oh god this exam oh i know i'm gonna pass it but I know I'm not going to, I mean, maybe I'll pull out a B. She's bending over in her car, that Toyota, and her friend, perhaps Adelana, comes over. Now, the next thing Carrie Dreyer can remember is this cold metal on her elbow as she's bending over in her Toyota. It's like this cold, like, what? What is this? Oh, it's my classmate. Stop it, guys. Seriously, man, I'm, I'm trying to concentrate. That's what she thought it was. She didn't see who it was behind her. If you're listening to this, pay attention right now. Right now. To what I'm to what is about to be said. It's very important. Pay attention. You have a guy, Reagan, on his morning run. He's drunk. He's on amphetamines. He sees a woman pulling in her Toyota, her gold Toyota. This woman is approached by another woman, a lesbian, Adelana, 19, same age. 
and they're about to make conversation. As she approached the young woman, Adelana saw her lean over the seat to pick up some books and papers from the passenger side. Adelana took Reagan's gun out of the holster and pressed it against the woman's arm. Would you please get into the car? Adelana said. We're going for a ride. Oh, oh, wait, there is an accomplice. All right. Oh, that is a twist that I did not expect. Yeah. Same. That's why there's going to be two parts. Oh. Would you please get into the car? She says, we're going to go for a ride. Carrie Dreyer turned around. She saw a handsome man. This man wasn't wearing sunglasses. He was wearing jeans and a windbreaker. This man had dancing eyes known as nystagmus. And this man motioned her into the car while holding a revolver. He said, we're going to go for a ride. Wait, I thought that was the woman. Oh, this is the, uh, I'm so confused. I am so confused. Okay, go on. This would be the first victim of Billy Milligan, the Ohio State rapist who followed her into that car. This would be the first of four rapes and and also one likely murder that we're going to talk about on the next episode Mm. that he would commit and four rapes, one murder, not guilty for neither his defense, neither the prosecution, the state attorneys, the D.A., the district attorney trying to. I can't see this guy in prison. Neither his defense and the prosecution. They both got together. I can't put this guy behind bars. Doctors, the many doctors, the jury, the judge who delivered the verdict, none of them, not one of them wanted to see this man or his accomplice, 23 other personalities. Wait, what? What? His 23 other people inside of his head convicted for these crimes. Tonight, we are talking about Billy Milligan. He is known as the first to ever walk free of four felony rapes because he is schizophrenic and has 24 personalities living inside of his head. Huh. I fell asleep to a documentary about him, but I, again, fell asleep. I wasn't really paying attention. So go back right quick. Go back because you were confused. The accomplice. No, listen, we're talking about Billy Milligan. Right. Reagan goes for a jog. Is Reagan the female personality? Reagan is drunk. Reagan is on amphetamines. Reagan sees a woman getting out of her Toyota. Reagan, who is also Adelana, a introverted, shy lesbian, approaches this victim and she pulls out Reagan's gun, says, get into the car. Billy Milligan follows this woman into the car and she would be the first victim of this man, Billy Milligan, who committed four rapes and and walked free because he didn't actually commit any rapes at all. It was Adelana, the lesbian that raped. It was Reagan that robbed the one that pulled the gun. Yes, it is all the same person. Billy is just the core personality here. Billy is the the core personality of 23 other personalities. It's a lot of personalities. All, all that we're going to go through in the next episode. We have a Slavic. Reagan was Slavic, so he spoke in complete and accurate Slavic accents from Yugoslavia. We have children, DID patients, disassociative identity disorder patients, refer to as littles. We have the protectors. We have Adelana, who I just want to be loved. 
So go back to the first one we're talking about, going through her hair, smelling the hair, kissing more, the neck, more, like, yeah, more very gentle, more interested in what product she's using because she's a woman herself. She's a, she's a sensual woman. Don't you just want to be held? Don't you just wish you weren't so lonely? That's who we're talking about tonight. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Wow. Didn't see that coming. So the Ohio State rapist both has multiple personalities. The defense, the prosecution, the judge, the jurors, and all the psychiatrists, even the skeptical ones, everyone who met Billy Milligan, who said that he was faking it, ended up saying this guy is innocent. He couldn't help it. Mm. This was the other people inside of his head. It wasn't him. So we're going to talk about that shit tomorrow or on the next episode. What do you guys think? Wow. I did not see that coming. Me neither. Anyway, we're going to get to that on the next episode. So please stay tuned. If you're not a Supremo, that episode will be out uh, later in the week on Wednesday and you can listen to it there. If not, uh, go to patreon.com slash talk murder. And that's all I got. So until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people.